0: Welcome to the Watcher's Guide to the Marvel Universe, the show that's having a good time but kind of wants to know where this is going. I am Max. And I am JR. Uh, how's it going? Uh, It goes.
1: I promise to become more and more awake as we go along.
0: I make no such promises.
1: Okay. We will, uh,
0: we will pass
1: each other in consciousness, on the sea of consciousness, like ships in the night.
0: That was pretty. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Um. I do my best. I don't know. It's been a week. It's been a week. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So. Whatever. News, I guess. Yeah. I don't have
1: anything other than... No. I have nothing. Go for
0: it. News. Alright. News. Uh... So the Modoc teaser came out and looks fun.
1: It looks a lot more actiony. It's interesting to me that they were billing it early on as a very. It seemed very American Dad, a very uh, late stage family guy and which i think is what it's gonna wind up being yeah but then they everyone was kind of like there were there was a little bit of pushback not pushback but the reaction to that online seemed to fairly standardly be oh okay like i'll watch the first few episodes to see it but if that's what we're gonna do i don't know that i want in i and uh, that was kind of my reaction too was like oh yeah i guess okay I'll watch the first few episodes and see if it's if it's fun, but it's not going to be appointment viewing, right? Um, and I, especially if you're going to release it week by week again. So I was like, no, yeah. Uh, eh. So the, the most recent trailer to me made, made it look like it was, uh, oh no, we're going to do some action-y shit too. Don't worry about it. It's going to be action jokes. And I was like, is it though? Yeah. MODOK?
0: See, that's... Is it? That's the problem that I have, is like... The teaser... So, the stuff we've seen previously in, like, Entertainment Weekly and stuff has made it seem a lot more (laughs) family-slash-workplace comedy, where this is just like comedy set in the Marvel Universe. And those are two very different things. And it's just like... Give us a trailer that gives us an overall sense of what the show is. Like, is it that, or is it the other? Like, I'll wa- I'll check it out. Yeah. But I just, I mean, I'm,
1: I'm an idiot. You've already got me. We don't have to work super hard to get me to watch the first few episodes of a thing. Yeah. Uh, but. if it is more workplace and family comedy, then I'd rather kind
0: of know that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the thing. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, on the, the only, only other thing is Spider-Man has a title now and it's no way home, which can we stop? With the home thing.
1: Oh, no. Of course not. Uh, it's, a f- it's fine. I thought the, uh, the, the little spot they did with the, with him and Zendaya and the guy who plays Ned that I should know his name. Uh,. Where they're like, you ruin everything. Of course they gave us fake titles because I guess they released some stuff on Instagram that I don't right. I don't Instagram because I'm old. Um and I'm not allowed, actually. I tried You're not to say, Yeah, no, I'm not allowed. Yeah, I'm okay. I don't know I don't know what it is. Facebook doesn't want my um Instagram data. They I, I tried and they were like, no. Not you. All right. You're you're not a. You're not you're too old and you're not cool at all. Um. So that yeah, they,
0: that's never stopped anyone that I know of. I don't know, but whatever. I,
1: maybe I'll try again here here during the show. Don't no. don't. <laughs> <of course. laughs> um. But they. Yeah, I guess they they release some fake titles on on Instagram to play off the fact that Holland constantly spoils crap um yeah and then gave them or you know did the real title reveal I thought that was cute other than that uh the name neither offends me nor excite me there's
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah apparently
1: there was other crap in the release that if you really wanted to pick it apart you could and I'm not interested
0: well, a lot of people are being are making a thing of the fact that there are all kinds of hexagons all over, but also they're molecule diagrams. that's the way molecules are often represented and Peters a science geek, like okay I'm not I'm not saying that stuff is there by accident. I'm just saying like, okay uh and like the fact that the webbing was in the shape of puerto rico ergo miles morales which all right like i'm i'm not gonna i'm not going to i'm not going to years of reading comics has poisoned my brain to the point that i'm not going to say that's not the case Right. because like <clears throat> shit I was just reading um, I was just reading uh, Thunderbolts, the old, the run of Thunderbolts from the 90s. and in that they had been building up who was in this tube and it turned out to be Hummus sapiens. Uh, and one of the clues they dropped, was there was an onomatopoeia for a sound for like an explosion and it was foom, uh and the whole thing was that uh homo sapiens was created as part of a uh boom meaning friends of old marvel uh contest back in the 70s and that was a little easter egg that so I'm not going to say that none of that is right. I'm just saying like it may or may <coughs> not be. I, I really don't know. So anyway, yeah. Moving on, uh, comics. So I do want to, I do want to preface this by saying um, you, you who are following us here uh, may have noticed that our last episode was not super great um in terms of like i had to chop off like a ton of music um the instead of start playing the way it normally does our theme song was choppy as hell because i was struggling to fit this under the uh size cap for our website um so going forward i think we're going to just try and like do a quick like two sentence recap of an issue unless There's something specific we want to talk about. Um, So, yeah. Anyway. uh, It works better for me, because I don't have to re-export an episode 30 times to get it to fit. It works better for you as a listener, or what have you, um, because uh, our episodes will be shorter. So, you know whatever oh yeah what sorry i'm looking at the issue
1: <coughs> trying to remember so, what the hell happened because i read these two weeks ago yeah yeah
0: uh spider woman number five has a cover by dave Cockrum and ernie chan and is written by marv wolfman penciled by carmine infantino inked by tony de Colored by Michelle Wolfman, lettered by John Costanza, and edited by Marv Wolfman. Uh, Spider-Woman has been taken by the hangman who abruptly disappears. Uh, She's now in his house and uh, starts having a weird... uh, a weird trip through her own psyche, which it turns out is uh, Morgan Le Fay, who is looking for the uh, Darkhold and uh, has some sort of connection with Magnus. Yep. So, yeah. Um, Overall, the it's kind of what is going
1: on, what is going on as a reader I'm asking that. Why are we yeah. doing this, what is happening? I'm not learning any... It, the, in the middle there, there's some like self-introspection thing that we're supposed to be doing to learn more about Jessica and it's not really working for me, at least.
0: It doesn't really... Like, it doesn't add anything to the character we didn't already know. Um, I think that's the ultimate problem I have with it is if by doing this we got a greater insight into who she is or what has made her what she is now or whatever... That would be one thing.
1: Or it unlocked but... other memories or insights that she didn't know she had already there. Because that's right. the problem with That's the problem and the <clears throat> Okay. How, how about I'm gonna put it this way. Because I find it really interesting and I want them to explore it and it's they flat refuse to do it. There's not there's Jessica has nothing right now. She's kind of tabula rasa. She knows mm-hmm what she wants or she knows she has to get some wants and she knows she has like this effect on people around her but she doesn't know anything about herself and we could be doing interesting things with that like self not only like self-discovery but also like uh we could even be doing that with this this trip through her psyche <coughs> sorry but instead we just uh end up a hitting the same points over and over again as part of recap because everybody's co- every comment could be somebody's first but then also like there's nothing else she just yeah. ends up being right where we know she is and that's eh yeah. You could do something here anyway. Yeah. Uh,
0: so the Spider Woman number six has a cover by Carmine Infantino and Steve Leoloa inked by Rick Bryant, colored by Bob Sharon. Um, so Morgan Lefay does her stuff. Um, and, uh, this all involves sending Jessica after Jack Russell, the werewolf by night, which, by the way, that's every werewolf. Um... (laughs) Uh... The... To collect the Darkhold because he had it at one point. Uh... But all of this fails. Um magnus and jessica are able to defeat morgan Le Fay, and uh who cares it's we find i guess we do find out that like magnus was her was morgan Le Fay's student back in the day but also like okay i don't yeah i is... don't know what i'm supposed to do with that information other than um, it
1: explains why he's so weird, um, yeah. But like, a lot of magical people are freaking weird, so yeah. Um, and also, this he they expended a lot of his power to get Morgan Lefay back through her time portal, um, and close it.
0: So now Magnus is just kind of there.
1: He's more. He's better than a street music m- magician but not much
0: uh, yeah he's no longer like sorcerer supreme level but nor is he like oh, entirely powerless yeah. so whatever uh spider woman number seven is inked by steve Leoloa and al gordon and colored by glennis ween lettered by rick parker uh Jerry and Jessica use a S.H.I.E.L.D. computer to help the uh, investigation of pyrotechnics along. Uh, In doing so, they discover that uh, Congressman Wyatt and pyrotechnics are planning an attack for the 4th of July. They intervene and stop it, and in the process, Congressman Wyatt, A, admits that he killed Jessica's father, and B, gets killed himself. Uh, I mean, I guess, I guess on the one hand, I'm happy, uh, because were this to come out now, this would be like a 12-issue (laughs) storyline, Like, oh, no, there's going to be an attack on July 4th. Better get on that six weeks later. Wow. It's only it's now June 30th. We only have a few <laughs> days left. Like, yeah. So uh, it's nice that the whole like who killed her dad thing is wrapped up, uh, as is the whole Congressman Wyatt thing but it's it doesn't really feel like a satisfying end to a lot of it it's just kind of okay that's over moving on
1: yeah um yeah it doesn't get uh better but we also wrap up some other shit so this week
0: well and i think i think this is i think this is largely because we get a filler issue next. Um, and then the next issue of Spider-Woman, re- we read. Uh, Marv Wolfman is steps down as writer and is replaced by Mark, Ru- Mark Gruenwald. And I think this is just Marv Wolfman trying to wrap up a couple of the plot threads, which Mark Gruenwald then wraps up in the other issues we read. So, whatever. It's done and over, I guess.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, This weird-ass issue. (laughs) Uh,
0: Spider-Woman number eight is inked by Al Gordon, colored by Francois Moulet, and lettered by John Costanza, and features two stories. The Man Who Could Not Die and uh, The Suit. Uh, The Man Who Could Not Die... uh, Involves Spider-Woman meeting a man who cannot die because back during the Revolutionary War, his cowardice got a bunch of men killed. And so now he is doomed to walk the earth until someone else wants to die for him. Uh, He meets Spider-Woman... She finds out his whole deal, but then they're attacked by a bear. He intervenes to save her life, which I guess qualifies him as worthy to die now. So they jump off a cliff, she flies away, and he splatters on some rocks.
1: I love the part where they jump. She jumps for him, actually. And on the way down, she's like he doesn't need me and just leaves (laughs) him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of other things way back in the beginning. Jessica and Jerry are at a, uh, carnival or something like it. And, uh, or Disney world. And yeah, I'm guessing this is supposed to be Disney world, uh, Disneyland. Sorry. I'll get some pedants pissed at me. Um, and, uh, basically their relationship is beginning to sour and i'm here for it because i hate their relationship well (laughs) and and it makes no sense
0: i have some things to say about that later (laughs) in the reading um
1: because he starts to try to be like hey what are we doing and she's like Literally anything helped me. Did you hear that? Like, she's just looking around to, to get out of this conversation as fast as yeah. possible. And luckily a dude jumps off a monorail car at that point And she's like, hooray! Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, Jerry starts getting even more annoying <laughs> over the course of this week's reading. Simply because he starts going all like, I'll protect you. Yeah. And she's like, I don't need you to. And he's I like, have... then why am I even here? And it's and just like, like, I don't know, dude. Like, to be there for her. Like, just what chill. do you think relationships are?
1: You don't have to be the knight in shining armor all the time. Yeah. Uh, in fact, don't do that. It's weird yeah. and annoying. And yeah. she's stronger than you and could kick the crap out of the rhino so like kill hold your hold your horses
0: You're yeah fine. anyway yeah. so do the uh suit. the suit involves a gangster who double crosses his employer and is gunned down as a result uh his suit is then lent by a morgue worker to the guy's brother-in-law who is out of work He uses it to go on a job interview and in so doing, uh, gets the job, but then like the suit starts to take him over and leads him to where the money was stashed. This causes the gangsters who killed the guy to be like, wait, didn't we kill him? Well, that's his suit. And it was one of a kind, blah, blah, blah. Um,
1: yeah, there's big to do about the suit being ugly as hell. And, uh, um, that only this guy would wear it.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Spider-Woman intervenes, saves the guy, uh, and leaves him to turn the guys over to the cops to get the reward. At the end of it, he's like, Honey, I think this suit is cursed. And she's like, It got you a job, it got us money, and you survived the whole thing. How is that a curse? So, yeah. So... Now we take a break from, uh, from Spider-Woman to read a little bit of Ms. Marvel. Uh, Ms. Marvel number 20 has a cover by Dave Cockrum and Bob Wachak, written by Chris Claremont, penciled by Dave Cockrum, inked by Bob Wachak, colored by Mary Ellen Beveridge, linked, <laughs> linked, lettered by Annette Kowacki, and edited by Roger Stern. Uh, Ms Marvel has a new costume the one we all know uh and which she will wear for a <laughs> long ass time yeah it's like uh, 30 years yeah i mean basically with a few exceptions she's going to be wearing this right up until she becomes captain marvel mm-hmm. um but uh she then goes to investigate uh one of her friends was uh following a story and disappeared she goes to check it out uh finds a military convoy that was attacked and discovers that it was a bunch of lizard people who live in a nearby mesa um she gets knocked out and taken to their home uh which brings us to ms marvel number 21 with a cover by Dave Cockrum and Joe Rubenstein, inked by Al Milgram, colored by Bob Sharon, lettered by Denise Wall. Uh, She gets dropped in a cell with all of the other people who have been taken, uh, manages to break out, and tries to reason with the lizard people and say, We don't have to be enemies. The lizard people are like, that sounds real nice, but we can't trust all of these people to keep our secret. And if our secret gets out, we're doomed. Uh, Ms. Marvel makes a very compelling case as to why they should let her go by smashing up all their shit. And then they're like, well, OK, I guess that's the way it's got to be. Uh, so but Ms. Marvel uh, super double pinky swears not to tell anybody. Uh, She gets home and she finds that um, that uh, they have sent her a lizard, which I'm I'm really not sure how to take this. I'm not sure if this is supposed to be like, hey, thanks for taking on the responsibility of keeping our secret. Oh, by the way, here's another responsibility or if this is like a horse's head in the bed type situation and this is a warning. Uh, but I think either way, she now has a pet the, lizard.
1: I think it's probably the former
0: probably, but it seems, it seems kind of Dick. I mean, you could have just sent her a card, but like, here's a living thing to take care of. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not home a lot, Right. <laughs>
1: You didn't even so, ask if I was home a lot. Like what is your schedule? Are yeah. you gonna be around?
0: Yeah, pretty much. So whatever. You know, this is how it works. Um These issues aren't terrible. Uh they're not they're not they didn't blow me away, but um They move but you know.
1: They move fairly quickly and I like I do like the <clears throat> the two con- the two interactions she has with the leader of the Lizard people are good. Because he's, like, fairly reasonable about this. He's like, look, I'm yeah. sorry. uh, This sucks. I understand that this sucks for you. But if uh, I let these people go and they tell anyone about this, then uh, I'm boned for, like, all my people are dead. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I mean... From your angle, it looks like I'm being a dick. I get that. I kind of am. Uh, yeah. So you, but that's not really my problem. Uh, yeah. And she's like, but what if, and I like the way that you, but what if smash? And he's like, <laughs> see, this isn't helping. This isn't <laughs> helping anyone. And she's like, well, fine. And then, yeah, they release a giant cobra on her and she kills it, which may have been one of their gods. I don't know. Uh, It doesn't get any better after that, but,
0: (laughs) yeah. Well, I do like, she does it by accident. Like, it's not like she's actively trying to kill the thing. Uh, It's just that it reacts in a way she hadn't expected and winds up impaling itself on a stalactite. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, you know, who among us hasn't, Um, but... I don't know. Whatever. Uh what?
1: Nothing. I just even at the end after she kills this giant snake, she's like, Look, here's the deal. We I promise we'll keep your secret, but either I'm leaving or I smash your city entirely. And he's like Fucking fine, go, I guess. (laughs) But really, seriously, shh keep it down. Go ahead. Yep.
0: So, Spider-Woman number nine has a cover by Carmine Infantino and Bob Wachek, written by Mark Grunewald, penciled by Carmine Infantino, inked by Al Gordon, colored by Karen Rains, lettered by Jim Novak, and edited by Roger Stern. Uh, Jerry and Jessica are having problems. Uh, There is a villain called The Needle. Who was a tailor who got his ass beat one night and lost the ability to speak, but gained the ability to do stuff with his eye? Uh, Who goes around uh, using his eye to paralyze people and then sewing their mouths shut. Um, Weirdly, this is a villain that does not really show up again much anymore, much after this. I can't imagine why. Um, But they manage. Spider-Woman manages to defeat him and send him to jail, but in the process, Jerry gets his mouth sewn shut once and nearly gets it sewn shut a second time. And Jerry, by the way, what the fuck, man? Like, stop trying to protect people. You are clearly bad at it. So... Shut up, Jerry. <laughs> Uh, so Spider-Woman number 10 has a cover by Carmine Infantino and Bob McLeod, colored by Francois Mouly and lettered by Irving Lottnobby. Here's where we finally get the end of all this Brother Grimm shit. Uh, so Jessica's looking at Priscilla Dolly's, uh, dolls. And in a drawer happens across two small effigies of Brother Grimm. Uh, Priscilla Dolly finds her and she makes her excuses to leave. But Priscilla Dolly's like, well, guess we got to do some stuff. So she takes Jerry uh, prisoner, chains up Spider Woman and... uh, The um, Magnus is woken by Priscilla's dolls who are just like, Jessica's in danger. Go to this theater. So he does. And we are. are, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Spider Spider Woman number 10 is just the first appearance of Gypsy Moth. Yeah. My bad. Uh, Gypsy Moth shows up. Spider Woman's like, huh, I wonder if she's like me. She's not. And uh, Jerry and Jessica have another fight.
1: Yeah, that's the, the entirety of that, uh, and it's it's a good fight. Uh, actually, yeah. the Gypsy moth fight is actually one of the better Spider Woman fights of this week, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's only because it's outside and they get to like move around and do stuff and like Gypsy moth is pulling threads off of out of the uh, cloth of everyone's dresses sexy fight
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyway
1: uh, anyway so back to the brothers Grimm stuff
0: spider woman number 11 has a cover by carmine and and frank giocoya colored by ben sean and lettered by john costanza edited by roger stern and jim shooter um Everything I just said happens. Magnus arrives at the theater, at which point Priscilla is just like, I'm Madame doll And the the two brothers, Grimm, are there. Blah, blah, blah. So, Spider-Woman number 12 <laughs> has a cover by Carmine Infantino and Bob McCloud, colored by Bob Sharon and edited by Roger Stern. Uh, Priscilla Dolly. Uh, forces Magnus to um, transfer the soul of her husband, which has been trapped in these Brother Grimm effigies, into Jerry Hunt. Um, If he doesn't, she'll kill Jessica. In the process, we find out that her deceased husband was Mr. Dahl, who appeared in an issue of Tales of Suspense back in the day. Uh, and that at some point after his defeat there, his doll had been taken away, and so he would, bought these two Brother Grimm dolls from a guy that later on we find out is Django Maximoff, um, who is the supposed father of, uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver but was actually their foster father. Whatever. Anyway. uh, He fucks around apparently it turns out that you're only supposed to do it with one of the dolls and because he does it with two his spirit gets split between the two. Uh, Eventually he is able to transfer uh, his two consciousnesses into two life-size mannequins, which are Priscilla Dolly's sons and are the brothers Grim, Magnus, uh, sort of like indicates to Spider Woman that she should interrupt it. So she swings over and saves Jerry, um, and then with nowhere to go, <laughs> Mr. Doll's soul dissipates. The two brothers Grimm become mannequins again. And Mrs. Dolly is just like, this breaks her brain.
1: Yeah. It, it was definitely a, uh, okay, of an ending for me. Where it was just yeah. like, I'm like, I'm, I'm glad it's over, but also... Wow, that's where we were going this whole time. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sure.
0: Yep. I I'm I'm glad it's done. I I will say that um the feeling that I so Jerry and Jessica's relationship is really annoying. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Because it happened really quickly. Yes uh like they went from zero to practically committed right uh within the space of like an issue it's just like he comes to the US looking for her and they're just like I love you I love you too I love you too great uh and then we get a few issues of them being together and then it's like a few issues of them fighting and i feel like now like Mark Grunwald is trying to get rid of Jerry, which I'm fine with. Sure. But it just means that like <laughs> we've we've had this relationship that has lasted all of two weeks, maybe. That has just occurred at breakneck speed. It's just like, hi, I'm Jerry. Hi, I'm Jessica. I love you. I love you. Everything's fine. Hooray. Why will it, why are you smothering me? Why won't you let me protect you? I you suck. We're done. And it's just like fuck people. Like <laughs> take a break. Slow your roll.
1: Take a breath.
0: I mean, shit. I've I've had relationships that were shorter, but like we didn't go through that that much of a relationship. It was usually just like start dating and this isn't really this isn't really where i want to be have a nice life not like i love you i love you why are you all over me like
1: in fact if i get that in the first two weeks it's like that's a red flag
0: yeah huge red flag
1: one of us doesn't understand the relationship and that's a red flag we're probably (laughs) yeah yeah just done and that's fine yeah go Go be
0: you. Somewhere I, I could
1: else. talk to 25 year old me. Yeah. <laughs> like, just chill, yeah. motherfucker.
0: Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so, Marvel Team Up number 73 has a cover by Keith Pollard and is written by Gary Friedrich and penciled by Gary, by Carrie Gamble, inked by Don Perlin, colored by Phil Rachelson, lettered by Denise Wall, and edited by Bob Hall. Uh, Peter Parker is seeking legal advice from Matt Murdock at his free store front. We don't know why. Uh, and we never makes, find out. He makes a message
1: about like. A notion about like if something happens to him, will Aunt May be taken care of? And it's like, Peter, you have nothing. <laughs> what are you doing? What do you mean? Yeah. Will she be taken? It's not like you have life insurance. Yeah, um, no one's going. The to opposite for... is
0: true. She's got social security and like a house that she sold. She's the one with all the assets. You have a shitty apartment and not even a used motorcycle anymore.
1: You don't <laughs> like... even have a and no job. You have no. You have a, a freelancing job. Like I, no have degree,
0: anything,
1: no degree, and you don't have anything set aside. Like I don't know what. I know you don't have anything set aside because you're constantly asking JJ for more money. Um,
0: like I, you know what it is. I bet Peter's going to fake his death and stick his aunt with all the debt.
1: Ah, uh-huh. moved but on. But anyway, the,
0: the upshot of this issue is the owl is back. Um, Hooray! Turns Wait. out that <clears throat> oh, in his last appearance, <laughs> uh, the owl fell in the water, but he survived. But, like, he was on the brink of death, so they kidnapped a doctor to put him back together, which he did. Uh, Spider-Man and Daredevil team up to take him down. What winds up happening is the doctor and Daredevil run a scam on the owl, wherein the doctor says why should they try to save me i'm your criminal partner and the owl's like no you're not and daredevil's like yeah he totally is didn't you know and the owl like "Eh," shorts out the implant that the guy put in his head he strokes out and he's left a vegetable woohoo woohoo i this is
1: i mean his team up goes as daredevil story goes uh at least it's fast.
0: It does Be- the job. I mean, it's a it's a pretty straight <coughs> middle of the road. Yeah. Uh,
1: it is a comic book about a, a hunt at first, which is good. Like, the chase is good. Um, yeah. I don't like the Heroes Fight Heroes part at, on the rooftop, where when they first meet up, of course, there's confusion because blah, blah, blah. And we get... And then that doesn't exactly resolve so that they're on the same side. They're both, and I think that's supposed to be fun—that they're like competing to get to wherever it is, you know, to the helicopter, the first. And it's not fun. Like yeah. I'm just annoyed by it. I'm like, just yeah. fucking go. You both know each other's deal. You've worked before. Like, yeah, let's do this. Um, yeah. And and in fact, you like each other most by and large. Like, let's just fucking go. Um yeah. It should just be he shows up and is like, oh, Spider Man's already here, beating up on the bad dudes that I was uh, I was out looking for, because they're clearly owls men. Uh and then he, he lands and start punching some and Spider Man should turn around to go, Hey dude, what's up? And keep punching. Like yeah, not get out of my way. They're mine. And it's like, no.
0: Yeah. They're both here. I I agree. It's it's terrible. It's really terrible uh it's not like overall the issue is not the best of marvel team up though i don't really know what that would look like from this series um there's been some good marvel team up later like there was a there were some Marvel team up stories from the early two thousands that I really enjoyed. Um, but I, I don't know what the best of this series would look like. Uh, and it's not bad enough. Like the next issue, uh, of this series that I can enjoy it for how fucked up it is. Right. Um, So I don't, I don't, it's, it's there. Moving on. Uh, Defenders, number 61, has a cover by Ed Hannigan uh, and Ernie Chan, written by David Kraft, penciled by Ed Hannigan, inked by Bob Lubbers, colored by Nell Yamtov, lettered by Rick Parker, and edited by Jim Shooter, Bob Hall, and Mary Jo Duffy
1: defenders number 61 don't threaten me
0: yeah (laughs) yeah pretty much Um, Okay.
1: right off the bat because i want to say it a bunch um and i just want to get this out of there out there before we start talking about the issue which is i want darler bill to fall in a manhole yeah at at least
0: i i wish nothing but pain upon him yes yes um
1: i risk nothing but pain upon the character and the creator, I don't remember who that was, but, um, and I hope they're I not remember. dead, but a pain, some mild pain. Um,
0: yeah. I I hope that they never go a day in their life without stubbing their toe. Yeah. Uh, Not bad enough, badly enough to be broken, but badly enough that it like hurts over the course of the day. There's um, like
1: a Lego every day. Yeah. They step on a Lego. I don't know how, yeah. they don't even have kids in the house. There's a Lego.
0: The yeah and uh yeah I I wish them nothing but like long moderate pain and and, uh, and a long pain. life of disappointment. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, just all right. So I hate dollar bill so much. Uh, yeah, I hate the... dollar bill so much that it makes cats suck, <laughs> which is also hard. Yeah. Okay, do the thing. Uh,
0: so the Defenders are hanging out. Hellcat is showing off her new uh, psychic cloak, which she forgets she has half the time. Um, and then they come up, they They decide they need to stop the lunatic. Um, so they go to talk to a professor at Empire State University who is clearly the lunatic uh and they're just like what if we come up with this idea to like trap him with a statue so they do that they fail and then like everybody sees the actual statue which is of spider-man who joins them for this adventure uh and it's just like that's a really shitty statue and nighthawk's like yeah yeah it is end of issue um whatever (laughs)
1: He gets away, too. Uh,
0: Yeah, Lunatic. Lunatic gets away. We find out later, by hiding in the... In uh, the
1: pedestal of the statue.
0: Where they'd intended for the Hulk to hide. But Hulk was just like, this is dumb, I'm not getting in a statue. Bye. And leaves. Which is honestly the most rational decision anyone in this issue makes. Like... Everyone else is just like, gee, Professor Turk, how do you know so much about the lunatic? I don't know. It's just like supposition and you seem uh,
1: to know a lot about this guy psyche for, for psyche Yeah, psyche for a uh, theater professor.
0: <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Uh so Defenders number sixty-two. Uh, has a cover by John Romita Jr. and Bob Layton, and is penciled by Sal Busema, inked by Jim Mooney, colored by Bob Sharon, lettered by John Costanza, and edited by Bob Hall. Without anybody's permission, Dollar Bill runs a documentary on television about the Defenders, wherein he says, the Defenders aren't actually a team, so all you have to do to be a Defender is say, I'm a Defender! Not realizing, apparently, how... This will go wrong. Because of course it will. Uh so And then the as next... soon
1: as he's done, he's like, Everyone love me. And they're like, Oh my god, no. Also, you knew that Lunatic was hiding in the fucking pedestal and you didn't tell us. And they're like, he's like, Yeah. I yeah. thought you guys saw it too. And he's like, There no.
0: You fucking yep.
1: fuck with. Like yeah. By the end of this, even Valkyrie, who's been like trying to be Dollar Bill's friend, is kind of like D- Bill. Um, okay, so no, not <laughs> I mean, you gotta talk. And then the next day, a well, bunch of so fucking
0: Dollar people. Bill gives out the the address. Yeah, to their fucking <sighs> headquarters. So all of these superheroes show up looking to join the Defenders. The next issue and a half, or what ha- follows, is just annoying because I... all of these, all of these superheroes. Some of them decide to go ride horses. Some of them decide, hey, there's the Hulk. He's a menace and needs to be arrested. Uh, Hellcat is hitting on everyone with a dick. Um just Nighthawk gets it up his ass to like try and why. kill the Falcon. So most of it is so them. Off. I don't even who cares. It's yeah. dumb. Yeah. Um So he goes chasing after them. Uh or goes chasing after Falcon. And all of this shit is just Bananas. Um, it's all slap
1: dick. Um, yeah. At one point, they get enough people together to decide to have a vote and make Hercules the leader. And yeah, uh, Hulk make Hulk and Valkyrie make terrible coffee.
0: It's so dumb. Yeah, but this ends with um, a a group attacking the Hulk. So that goes well, always. Um, Defenders number 63 has a cover by Dave Cockrum and Joe Sinnott and is colored by Roger Slifer. Um, we have the, the wannabe defenders attacking the Hulk. They fail and the Hulk is just like, fuck this Hulk doesn't need this shit and bounces away. Uh, Iron Man shows up with a letter for Hellcat that's just like that it turns out is from Millie the model and it's just like hey what's up I have my own modeling agency now um, then they find out that a bunch of of villains have declared themselves Avenger, uh, Avengers defenders and And are wrecking the city. So they split up into three teams. And what follows is completely fucking idiotic. Because one group of defenders led by Nighthawk. Keeps winding up running across this kid. Stealing his dad's car and his mom's purse. And uh, so like Nighthawk's entire team of defenders is just like. If this is what being a defender is I'm out. Because this is stupid as hell. Uh,
1: Before they even leave, though, um, they're splitting into teams, and Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and Paladin, for some reason, all have good sense enough to look at this situation and go, Yeah, no, I've seen enough. Bye. Um,
0: Well, yeah, and, like, the... (sighs) The reasoning behind it is kind of odd because, like, Ms. Marvel is just like, I'm already an Avenger. I just popped by to say hello. And it's just kind of like, Why were you here? What? <laughs> okay. But, uh, but so, yeah. So they all peace out. Um, but anyway, we have teams led by Nighthawk, like I said, Hercules and Valkyrie. Um, and it does not it's a just a complete clusterfuck and it turns out that this whole thing was masterminded by Libra of uh the of the zodiac in order to restore balance between order and chaos um at the end of this issue uh the police show up and Hercules' group are like, we're the Defenders, and the villains are all like, no, we're the Defenders, and the cops are like, okay, you're all under arrest. Uh, So Defenders number 64 has a cover by George Perez, Frank Giacoya, and uh, Irving Watanabe, and is inked by Don Perlin and colored by Bob Sharon. Uh, The rest of the... Defenders that never were decide fuck this shit and head out because Valkyrie loses her shit at the, um, at the, uh, the Statue of Liberty and starts just wailing on everyone because she thinks they're all trolls. Uh, Nighthawk tries to intervene Gets knocked around a bit, but is finally able, able to get through to her. Um, but Valkyrie's not doing well. Uh, also, Shocker, in the course of things, like one group of villainous defenders attacks the New York Stock Exchange, and Shocker is able to rack up a million dollars in a Swiss bank account by basically making a stockbroker, um, Make some trades on his behalf.
1: Do some trades. I was going to do that anyway. Do it for me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so he does. And the shocker just leaves with a million dollars in his account, which. Okay.
1: I'm led um, to believe that that's how that works.
0: Yeah. Why not? It's
1: all fucking voodoo to me. And uh, for the most part, those people are ghouls and uh, turn money into money. And I hate it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, I don't know. There are certain aspects of the defenders for a day thing that I kind of enjoyed, but the whole scene at the farm where everybody's just like fucking around, that was boring as hell. Well, the stuff where they're Hanna in the Barbera, city.
1: Yeah. it's. I described it in my head as Hanna-Barbera bullshit where it's just yeah. like, shenanigans wacky, wacky hijinks and let's all get together and jump the hulk and the, the the hulk is the only one with any fucking sense in all of that because he kind of he's like trying to do what sword girl tells me to do and be a good hulk and do because sword girl likes it when i serve coffee or whatever and it's like okay cool and then he kind of like gets bored of that and he's like everybody's stupid and this sucks And he goes and he sits down by himself. And he's actually like, maybe I should just leave. Hulk no like it here. There are too many people here now. Sword Girl not even paying attention to Hulk. Uh, Beak knows out being an asshole. Uh, I, yeah, maybe I should just leave. And that's when everyone jumps him. Not realizing that if they would have just left him alone. (laughs) Again, I guess that's the core thing of the Hulk. Yeah. If you just leave the Hulk alone everyone's life is better uh
0: so um the the one other thing worth mentioning in all of this is the past several issues have had the presence off in soviet russia um investigating this area that is kind of a no man's land where he fucked up an experiment years before uh Well, now it's reawakened, and in this issue, we find out it's a giant amoeba that absorbs him, and that's next issue's problem.
1: It's some experiment that went awry. Yeah.
0: That he was Uh, in
1: charge of, maybe? I don't remember.
0: The Soviet—yeah, he was in (laughs) charge of the experiment, um, and the Soviet leadership are like, is he going there— to reawaken this thing in order to be all villainy or what so they're not sure what to make of his presence there and the fact that this thing is awake now um, alright so that brings us to our final issue of the week which is December Defenders Decemberists uh, number...
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Swan Girl I don't remember yeah. what the name of that album was now
0: i have no idea uh defenders defenders number 65 which has a cover by keith pollard and terry austin uh penciled by don perlin inked by bruce patterson colored by petra goldberg and lettered by gaspar saladino and gene simic i do want to say one thing i forgot to mention about the last issue is that it has a an awesome cover it's uh it's a george perez cover and um it's really well constructed there's a lot of you know how so george perez's cover for infinity gauntlet number one has all those intersecting lines from the gauntlet Mm -hmm. uh that cover kind of has some intersecting lines like that because there's like guns going off in one direction and then uh Nighthawk swoops in and crosses it from another direction and it's it's really I I like it a lot. Um anyway, moving on from things I like, Defenders number sixty five. Uh we have the last few uh of the defenders for a day just being like this team is bullshit. Bye. Uh and then um the the majority of the issue involves uh the Red Guardian being sent by the Soviet brass to investigate what the fuck the presence is doing. Uh, she gets there. They work together to defeat the amoeba. and then it's like, hey, this place is shitty and no one lives here. What if we lived here together and played house? And then at the end of the issue... um, Valkyrie... Who again attacks Nighthawk... uh, Takes Aragorn... And leaves... And leaves a note for the Defenders saying... Bye... See you never... Um, So... That's kind of where we... Leave it... With them... uh, This week... I... Like I said it's oh and Patsy goes to see Millie the model uh comes in in her Hellcat costume and she's like but shh don't tell anybody um mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah it's
1: so uh, it's weird cause a lot happens in this issue a lot yeah. more happens in this issue than happened in the last three um yeah we don't get exactly get a resolution, but we forward the Valkyries having some problems and they're, yeah. they're interesting problems. I want to know about these problems. This is, this is an interesting problem. Um, yeah. red guardian, the red guardian stuff is awesome. Um, I think it's just cause I like her a lot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. They have a, like, the fight with, that she and the Presence do against this giant amoeba thing is cool. And I like it that it doesn't hardly, it doesn't even involve the Defenders. Like, they're all yeah. doing their own thing. And I like that she gets, we get to find out what the hell Taddeon is up to. um, And that is being irradiated as fuck. Like, they keep her, the the... Russian government keeps her in a, basically a Faraday cage um, yeah not a Faraday cage that would be magnetism but you know it's, it's lead a bunker. lined a what? a bunker? yeah um, and only send her out after they clear the block um, and then they have to scrub everything down afterward and so the fact that she and the presence they fall they, they're going to play house but it I like that it's on more
0: amicable terms, right? Well, it's on her terms. Yeah. Because previously the presence had kind of controlled her into <clears throat> loving him. Mm-hmm. This is, he actually does something that makes him worth loving. And she's like, okay, let's see where this goes. Yeah. You know. This seems like a fine uh,
1: place for us to hang out on earth and not irradiate the fuck out of everybody uh yeah. let's let's see where this goes i like I'm,
0: that i'm not super thrilled no that she's with him given that he controlled her previously right um but at least she has agency in that situation like if she chooses to okay like it's a mistake but it's her call this is your mistake to um, make
1: um yeah you know i'm i'm hoping that I hope that when this ends, it ends with him being like, I'm still kind of cosmic and need to go out into space because this is boring as hell. But I love you. Can I come back? And she's like, yeah, yeah I guess, if you want. Uh, do, could you do something about all the radiation? Oh, yeah. Zoop. And, you know, set her back down a power peg. Because yeah. that's the other thing that I like and I thought was going to... But it the end of it was going to be was that they basically the presence can be as super powerful as he would once. So I don't give a shit that it does not bother me either way. Um, but I was hoping that maybe we would siphon off some of her power so that she could go back to something. Yeah. And I also thought that would be an interesting story again. If we get, if we siphon off her power, how do we get her back out of the situation that she's currently in because right now she's uh, under house arrest for a reason like she's legitimately dangerous and even she agrees with that um yeah but if they depower her or at least make it so that she's not shunting off gamma or beta waves as beta and alpha waves as fast as she possibly can um then then when she doesn't want to be held prisoner or prisoner, she doesn't want to be a guest of the Soviet state. Um, How do they get her out of that? Right. Yeah. That, you know, what does she want to do with that? It's it's a much more interesting character. Her and Val are a hell of a lot more interesting than like Kyle. Kyle sucks. Yeah. Um, A lot yeah. of the time, there are times where it's like, Okay, that was nice. He does have a couple of moments here where he's like, "I have to help Val," um, but yeah, and oh, you should come in, ha, Patty. You need to come in, Patsy. You need to come inside and uh, well, let's like work with Val on what's going on with her and Val leaves, and um, that's. I guess that is one of the. This is one of the good things about this book when it when it works is like people come and go and just leave. Because they've got their own thing to do, or that isn't even in this book, or whatever. I I do like that. Yeah. Overall, yeah, that's my reaction. I've I've now ranted. How do you feel?
0: There was a lot of bullshit. Um, the things that worked worked well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the things that didn't were really annoying. Mm-hmm. But what are you going to do? Um, so, yeah. I, we re- we sure did read those issues. <laughs> yeah. So top five, I guess.
1: Top five. The Watcher's Guide's top five. Top five. All right. Top five. I promise. Um, number five, sexy fight it made me laugh when i said it out loud the fight itself is probably <laughs> the best fight in uh spider woman this week uh but mainly because i was feeling goofy all right number four hulk fucks off because it happens at least once a story arc in all like, there were at least three story arcs in defenders and each time he's just like bye this is sucks and is stupid i'm not doing it Bye.
0: hulk not need this shit
1: Bird knows Plan sucks. Bye. Um, yeah. Number, what am I on? Three. Three is uh, the Red Guardian, because I like that we were checking in on her and what she's up to, and I like that character, and I wanted to come back. <coughs> um, that was gross, I'm sorry. Number two, Jerry, shut up. There's just a... There's, there's an actual panel where, earlier on, when they're discussing, like, they're still... It's shortly after they broke into Pyrotechnics and got their uh, information uh, that she's working something out in her head and he just keeps fucking talking and finally she's like, Jerry, shut up! No, I know who killed him. And and he's got a look on his face like she actually slapped him. And I love yeah. it. Because I want him to get slapped. Uh, yeah. Number one, though, is... And I guess this tells you the kind of week it is. It's been uh, the new costume for Miss Marvel is my number one because uh, I, I don't know, I do this thing every once in a while and it's especially with comics where I'm like, I'm going to read that. That's my new thing. Like, you remember uh, when it was not new, it was 52 and then Countdown, right? Or was it the other way around? Yeah.
0: It was 52, 52, then it was Countdown.
1: So, 52, I was like, I am reading this. And you guys were like, why? And I'm like, I don't know, it's got question in it. And uh, that turned out to be okay. That was an okay decision by me. For the question stuff. The rest of it, I didn't have any idea what was going on. Um, Nobody did. Nobody did. (laughs) Um, But that's where we got uh, Montoya question. Is that still a thing? No. Oh.
0: They, I, I mean, she, because Flashpoint,
1: <laughs> right? So she got to be, She got to be the question for like two years.
0: Longer than that, but not very long. Uh.
1: Anyway, and this, so all of that to say, Ms. Marvel, the two thousand three six. No, it was a six book that started with a number one. She got a new number one before House of M. I was like. Mm. Or was it after Asaban? both <laughs> yes actually yeah you're right yes I was like I'm reading this book and you both were like why I go for it via Condios and I was like no one else is I'm doing it and uh, it was good it was fun I enjoyed it uh, she <laughs> kicked the shit out of some Badoon I'm looking forward to that um, mm-hmm. all right so that's me
0: All right, well, uh, my number five is uh, Nighthawk nearly loses leadership of his own team. (laughs) Uh, Like everybody, Nighthawk's so busy fucking chasing Falcon. And again, for no reason I can see other than Falcon seems to be the most noticeably black (laughs) new defender to show up. Oh no! Like... (laughs) (laughs) that's that's literally the only reason i can think of as to why he just decides because there are other black characters that show up i guess the only other one who's noticeably black is uh black goliath uh because the others that do it's like prowler who wears a full costume um so, yeah, he's just like, black guy. Um, So, yeah, number four is uh, Jessica. Jessica seems to be about as sick of Jerry as I am. Uh, Shut up, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> number three is Ms. Marvel's new costume. Number two is I like the fact that Ms. Marvel tries to be reasonable with the lizard people. She's just like, guys, this isn't accomplishing anything. You risk exposure more by keeping them than you do by letting them go. Uh, But then ultimately she's just like, she has to go full Moses and just be like, what if you let us go smash? You know, (laughs) Uh, and then number one is Hulk Hulk is sanest one there is. Because he just keeps fucking off out of defenders. He's like, This storyline bullshit. Hulk go be somewhere else. Uh which I really like. Um Yeah,
1: I I, I I like that Hulk's the one the only one trying to like he wants friends. He wants these people to be his friends. And they keep yeah. being dumb and he can't yeah. put up with it. And I love that, hey, there's a good lesson for you. Set fucking boundaries with the people in your life. I like that Hulk does that. He wants to be these friends, but these friends keep doing stupid things. Bye.
0: Yeah. And, like, Hulk realizes that. (laughs) If Hulk is just like, you're being dumb, then it's like, ouch. (laughs) If
1: Hulk says, (laughs) Um, your plan, plan is stupid. Because Hulk's not exactly a planner right yeah like hulk is a thing that hulk is a guy that things happen to and he reacts to that um not a let's lay down a trap kind of thing or kind of hulk uh so if hulk says your plan is dumb your plan is really dumb
0: yeah i there was uh back in the day there was an a list called The Evil Overlord List, Mm -hmm. which was... um, If you... It's like a list of things that if you were to ever be the villain in a movie, uh, you should avoid doing (laughs) because there are mistakes that every evil overlord makes. And it's like, uh, I will have... I will have spies um, that spread out in every village in the kingdom and any any uh adventuring group that bickers incessantly i will immediately put to death Um, (laughs) stuff like that but one of a one of them was i will keep a six-year-old around and any plan i come up with i will explain to them and if they can find a fly in it I will not go forward with that plan. And that is the Hulk. If the Hulk is just like, um, Hulk see flaw in this plan. Listen to him. Yeah. (laughs) Like, even if it's just Hulk no
1: want to be inside box. No, but Hulk, that's the whole thing. Like you wait in the box and then when the guy comes up, you'll punch him real hard. And Hulk like, no, Hulk no want to do it. That's probably a bad plan. (laughs)
0: Yeah, because Hulk is not a hide in place. <laughs> Hulk is of not dude. a
1: lie in wait kind of dude. The wor- no, you're gonna what you're gonna do is Hulk's gonna be in the box even if it's roomy enough for him. Right, Hulk's gonna be in the box, and then he's gonna fall asleep, and then you got Bruce Banner, who doesn't know why he's in a box. He's just gonna stumble <laughs> out and get his shit pushed in by the lunatic <laughs> with a stick. Like yeah, now you have no Hulk. And uh,
0: Bruce Banner with a head contusion. Great. Yeah. You have bigger problems now. Or Hulk is going to get bored and just be like, Hulk tired of waiting. Smash his way out. And then it's just like, the lunatic was on his way over, but he saw you smash your way out of the box. And Hulk is just like, Hulk tired of waiting. Hulk don't care. Your plan was dumb. I got bored. I'm leaving now. This not... This is not your first day with Hulk. <laughs> you, you know what Hulk is. <laughs> That's the other thing that
1: about, like, Kyle, that I'm constantly just like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. this is the Hulk. Like, you go to the Hulk on the Hulk's terms, man. Yeah. Um, Val's the only one who seems to know that. And yeah. strange to a certain extent. Sometimes he kind of, like, misses a beat and tries to reason with the Hulk, and it's like, no, you just, you play it straight, and when he wants to leave, you let him. Like, yeah, he'll come back or not. I
0: don't know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. All right. Uh, so that is it for us. This next week is basically, we have one issue of Ms. Marvel next week, but the rest is Master of Kung Fu and Marvel Team Up. And my favorite issue of Marvel Team Up is our first issue of the next of the week next week. It is the issue of Marvel Team Up where Spider-Man teams up with the cast of Saturday Night Live. And it is so dumb, and I love it so, because it is it is the end it is the ultimate expression of the stupid celebrity insert comic. Like when Yuri Geller appeared in Daredevil yeah. or whatever, where it's just like you've got a a famous person and they're there. Why are they there? We don't know. Fucking Don Rickles is taking on Doctor Octopus. <laughs> Why not? Uh, but this is this is literally um, John Belushi as his Samurai Deli character versus the Silver Samurai. Uh that's that's the premise. <laughs> uh, so why not? You know, um, and they had to
1: get permission to use likenesses, I'm sure.
0: Oh yeah. Which means yeah, no,
1: they had to. Which means that they went to NBC and were like, hey, can we have this? And they were like, What are you doing? And he's like, this <laughs> is we're going to have him fight the Silver Surfer, or Silver Samurai? Is that like the Silver Surfer? No, it's a totally different thing. And since it's the 70s, nobody went... That seems a little racially insensitive. Uh, Well, yeah, but... It's the Samurai Telly. Um, Yeah.
0: I mean... On a... You know... Cocaine's a hell of a drug. It really
1: is. It just...
0: uh, you know, like I can see I can see John Belushi agreeing to that. Oh yes. Because John Belushi I mean at this point in time, John Belushi was more narcotic than man. Um Everybody else, it's just kinda like <laughs> why? So so we'll yeah, look I don't forward know
1: forward to that. And then that's
0: most, that's what most of what next week's episode will be. I it's me laughing about, I have no doubt bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd versus the silver fucking samurai. Um, Plus in the issue, Stan Lee is hosting Saturday night live. Why? I don't fucking know. Cause it's the Marvel universe because he wants whatever to. you know why not so uh so you have that to look forward to uh in the meantime email us at watchersguidedgmail.com uh like us on facebook follow us both individually and at watchersguidemu visit our website at watchersguide.com and like and sorry rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a marvelous week. Bye!